welcome. I'm Steph, an intuitive hypnotist from Quebec, Canada. I'm Julie, a past life regression hypnotist and Reiki healer from Wisconsin. And together, we are the Soulful Mystics. Today, we will be sharing a divine guidance session facilitated by the amazing Julie. And I will be the client for podcast purposes. We take out a lot of the long pauses so that it has a better flow. Also, we would love to hear from you. If you have any questions, comments, feedback, or suggestions on topics, you can reach us on Instagram at Soulful Mystics Podcast or via email linked in the show notes. And if you're interested in booking a session or just want to find out more about who we are and what we offer, you can find Steph at SoulfulStephanie.com and Julie at SoulSeekerHypnosis.com. All of this info is linked in the show notes, and be sure to hop onto our email list for discounts and promos. A little context before listening to this session, I reached out to Julie to facilitate it because I kept getting the name Cynthia pop up. Within a week, that name popped up five times. First time was during a dream. That same morning, the name popped up on a TV show. The next day, on a different TV show followed by a mother calling out for her daughter in the grocery store, and the daughter's name was Cynthia. My intention for this session was to find out who Cynthia was and what her message was. And this is exactly the same way I got my first guide's name, Poppy. So this time around, I decided to look into it right away. The day after first hearing the name Cynthia in the dream, I got news from a rescue I volunteer with that one of the dogs I worked really hard to rescue over the past year or so was unfortunately going to be euthanized. I believed Cynthia was showing up to comfort and support me through this difficult time. I just really wanted validation, which is why I asked for this divine guidance session. A little background on this amazing dog. I called him Toe. It was a cute nickname because he had five toes on his front and back paws, and he was tough, like a tow truck. I will forever be grateful for this rescue, for listening to me and stepping forward to help him as soon as the opportunity came up. I won't describe the whole story because it's really hard to talk about. Even now, it's been a few months, but it's still very difficult. Um, Ultimately, he was hit by a car and sustained pretty severe injuries, and the rescue took him in and paid for the vet bills, and Max and I fostered him until another amazing foster home. It was better suited for him and his needs, volunteered. He lived an amazing, loving life once this rescue stepped up. But the pain he was in was too much, and there were a lot of other issues that we unfortunately couldn't fix. I consider myself someone who speaks to animals. And um, while recording this, I could feel Toe's presence here with me. And you can hear my other dog, Cooper, barking in the background. And I'm going to leave it in there just because I think that's Cooper's way of saying hi to his old foster brother. Toe will forever have a piece of my heart. This session gave me confirmation that he is okay. This was his time. He taught so many people. He met so much. He gave so much love. He got to experience love, kindness, patience, understanding for the first time in his life when this rescue took him in. And that is all he ever wanted and needed. For that, I am so grateful. During this session, I asked Julie 
to ask Cynthia or any other guide about this sweet baby. I do get really emotional. As I am now, I just wanted to explain a little bit about it first, that you understand why in this session I was emotional. Just a quick little addition to this episode to acknowledge last week's surprise episode for me. This session is even more special following the amazing birthday surprise Julie, Mira, Mindy, and Max organized in last week's episode. I am so grateful to have you three goddesses as sisters in my life, and I am eternally grateful for my life partner, Max. Julie, Mira, and Mindy, it fills my heart with joy that I've helped you, even in the slightest, see the beautiful, powerful souls that you already are. Each one of you, including Max, has always accepted and loved me just the way that I am, and that has helped me love myself. No one has ever done anything like this for me before, and I'm feeling all the love and joy emanating from all of you. Thank you so much. The best part of the surprise is the GoFundMe for my favorite rescue, Sit With Me Rescue. Sit With Me Rescue is run by volunteers, the strongest, most resilient group of women I've ever encountered. I hope that one day I'll have the strength and courage to be as involved as they are while also keeping a level head. They're the most dedicated, hardworking, compassionate women. And yes, there's a lot of joy when dogs are adopted and rescued and doing well, but these women also deal with so much heartbreak behind the scenes. Your donations go to these amazing dogs that these women work so hard to rescue and protect. The beautiful souls who coordinate these efforts could not do it without fosters. So please, if you can foster, look up your local rescues and find out how you can help. If you're here in the Ottawa area, you can go to sitwithme.ca. These dogs do need you. And please consider adopting rather than shopping. There are so many amazing dogs that are waiting for their forever homes. The GoFundMe link can be found in the show notes. You can also find that link on our social media platforms. Thank you so much for everyone who already donated and supported this rescue. It means the absolute world to me. All right, here is my divine guidance session with Julie. And then when you're ready, Steph, just let me know what you're aware of here. I'm sitting around a pond that has a little waterfall fountain kind of thing. And uh, there's a woman sitting next to me who is Cynthia. And can you describe Cynthia to me? Right now she has, she's in a black dress and she has dark hair, blue eyes, and she just emanates a lot of love. She's a motherly figure and she was there with me pretty much the entire time for the induction and and when we were flying she was flying with me and do you know how long Cynthia has been with you not just today but for how long she's been with you as a whole in this life my whole life um she stayed behind to guide me and she showed me um a life where she was my mom or she was our mom you were my twin sister and she she died when we were very, very young, and we were orphans. And um, the image that I get is a sisterhood. She guided us 
to Gina and Gina was, I don't want to say running an orphanage, but she was kind of like a gypsy who just traveled the world and helped lost souls. And we were, we were there with her from when we were very young. So she guided us to Gina again so that we could connect. And I see so many other kinship and hypnotic arts. It's Mira's there, Rosie, Becky, who's just the troublemaker and firecracker of the group. And Emily's there, Sarah's there. There's Jennifer, Mary. There's pretty much all of us. Claudia's there, but she's just a little baby. And it's really beautiful to have that connection and to be reunited. And she's, she's here, especially now, so that she can shift my focus on continuing that connection. She's really proud of us, is what she said. I've got chills. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now that we know so much about Cynthia, that she's been with you your whole life, is there anything else that we can know about Cynthia? What signs she gives you and what signs you can look for to know that she's around you? She gives feelings so of love. And the only time she can't come through is when I'm being hard on myself. When I'm acting in a way of self-love, I can feel her and she comes through very easily. But when I'm not being so nice to myself, um, it blocks her energy. And so she wants to take this time to tell me that I'll feel, see, hear her a lot more anytime I'm in the space of of self-love. And so that's just a really great reminder. You know, anytime you're feeling down, whenever you want to feel Cynthia, know that she's there, sense her, feel her unconditional love, that you need to show yourself that love as well. Now, is there anything um, that Cynthia can tell you or maybe provide any insights on Toe? Yeah, she knew that this one would be really hard for me. Mm. And that's why she came through so strong that week. But she doesn't want it to deter me from continuing. Of course. Is there any words of comfort that Cynthia can give you to help you through this time? That he was ready and he got to experience such love at the end of his life. and. But that's because we, we did what we did and we helped get him to the right family. And that family really showered him with love. And, and she was with him every step of the way. And he wasn't afraid. He was, he was ready and he'll come back. He's just needed, he needed a break from what he was going through, the pain in his body. So he's safe and he's happy. Is there any new insights that Cynthia can give you or anything you need to know about your health at this time? Yeah, it's time to work harder on letting things go. And that could be through past life regression sessions or shadow work sessions. It's just the more you hold on to all this baggage and trauma, it's just going to keep piling on and it affects our bodies as we know. So the more I work on that, the healthier I'll become. It's just taking the time and energy to do that. Does Cynthia have any advice as to what would be the best way to work on letting this go? Is there something specific that you can lean on or something that can really help you to do this work? It's the community of women that she showed me and the community of women at my work and my family. It's leaning on each other because we're all going through very similar things. We just don't talk about it. And by being vulnerable and talking about these things, um, whether it's on the podcast or just one-on-one with them, will help them to open up too. And that's a part of my journey here because I'm comfortable talking about stuff like that. It's meant to open up a dialogue for women. And I mean, it's not always easy, but that's exactly what we need to do is just talk about things and release them in that way. Sharing, blogging, writing, 
continuing the podcast and just spreading our stories will help heal us and other people as well. And is there anything that Steph can know about her future property for her animal rescue, maybe where to look for this property or a specific time as to when she'll be able to purchase this property? It's coming and that property will always be yours. It's just, you got to fight through a lot of the self-sabotaging and and really focus on the prize rather than the struggle. And then it'll it'll appear and you'll be ready to, to do that work because it, it's not going to be easy work. It's going to be a lot of moments like this with Toe. It's just, you got to prove to yourself that you can do it and that it'll bring joy. It's coming. You won't miss it. Can she give you a time frame as to when it might be coming? Is it, you know, six months, a year, two years? I feel like it's this year, but it really depends on how, how I work through. So it could be a year or it could be two years, but I don't see it much further than that. Okay, good. What can Steph know about Iceland? What does that mean to her? There have been a few past lives there that were very meaningful for the work that she did. And there is one in the future as well. And what kind of work did Steph do there? There was a village. She saw this in kinship. I. It's not elves, but it is like elves. And the people there were very large, the humans. And I think she picked up on that. And the work that she did was almost like fairy work, helping the plants and the animals and really just spreading love. And when the humans came, she decided that she would rather leave than hurt any humans. And at that time, we were able to just leave our bodies. And that's what a lot of us did in that in that town when the humans came. And that was really a brave and sacrificial thing that she and the others did. And it definitely brought in a lot more love and compassion. And so spreading that love and compassion and sharing that animals and plants, they are alive and they do deserve our love and and to be taken care of. So continuing that work is very important. And the dream that Steph had of her and I, um, where did this dream take place? Was it That's in-, in the future. I kind of feel like it's the next life. And it is in Iceland. Oh. And we do search and rescue. Is there anything more to know about our relationship or who we were to one another in that future life? We are sisters. We both have red hair. It's like a reddish brown. And we do have a lot of love and compassion, but we also have a very healthy wall that or we're able to let things go it's it's almost like we live so free and we love that we help people and animals um but we also don't take the losses as losses which just seems it seems like a really easygoing fun life and i don't know we just seem fearless because i do see a helicopter and we're like jumping out of it a very fearless life (laughs) awesome i love that Is there anything more that we need to know about that at this time, about that life? I do see Mary there. I feel like she's almost our guardian. I I think we, we don't have, I don't know if we have parents or she's our guardian, not biologically, but I do feel like she's taking care of us most of our life. And I feel like there's other connections there. I just can't see clearly of who they are yet. Okay. That's okay. I feel like that's a, a symbol of what life could be like if we actually work to release this generational trauma or past life trauma and baggage that we carry with us. It it causes fear. It causes so many different issues when we hold on to that energy. And in that life in the future, it's 
It's just what will come if we don't carry that with us. And I feel like in this life, we're going to learn how to do that so that the next one, we're going to be able to make so many huge strides in life. Before we go today and finish up, is there anything else that Cynthia wants you to know? Any messages or any anything else that she has for you today? Just not to worry about money too much. It's not it's not going to change anything. Everything that's meant for you will be here and the business is coming, the clients are coming. It just takes some time and it takes that time so that you learn to work on yourself and to heal yourself rather than focusing on healing other people all the time and neglecting your own needs. So use this time to really focus on that healing and then the abundance will follow. All right. And then before we leave today, is there anything that is blocking Steph? Anything that we can remove today that might help her going forward to feel a little freer and to help her with her healing journey in any way? I think this session was was that I do feel really free and light and I'm excited to work on more things. So I think this session removed that block, that fear that I had. This was incredibly powerful for me, and a lot more came in afterwards, especially about the group of women. Cynthia showed me a photo with a wooden carriage packed with stuff. It had wooden wheels, windows with handmade curtains, it was pulled by horses. This carriage held all of our stuff. We traveled around and lived off the land, and we were just free. It felt happy and safe. It felt like home. I kept hearing traveling or travelers, and felt like we were living a kind of gypsy life in the 1700s or something. In the photo, there was a place to sit on the carriage up where the horse was attached, and Jen W., a part of Kinship, was sitting up there in the photo. There was a big group of women dressed in different styles of clothing. They, the clothing seemed handmade, and we each had our own style. No one was dressed the same. It was a really cool photo. All the women in the photo were women I've met in this life through Gina Seer, Past Lies and the Divine, and her amazing kinship group and hypnotic arts. They were either in the photo or I felt their presence like they've come and gone but made their beautiful mark in one way or another. Becky was there with her fiery energy. She had a big smile, so much confidence and strength. Claudia was a baby and Amy was holding her. Amy was a very nurturing energy and spent a lot of time with the young souls that joined. Karen was our seer. She was standing behind a tarot table. Mary and Max were our wise souls. Maggie had a map rolled up in her pocket. She seemed like our geographer, if that's a word. Mira was such an entertainer and free spirit. She made instruments out of nature, whatever she would find throughout our travels. Jen M. knew everything about plants. She was our medicine creator, and she spoke to the forest. A lot of us worked with animals and communicated with them. I'd say most of us did, but there were some of us who focused only on that. That being Rosie, myself, Julie, Jen W., Dallas. Dallas actually had a small animal in a front pocket of her clothes, I could just see its tiny head peeking out. It was adorable. Some would read the stars and work with Maggie to choose where we were headed next. It was just so beautiful how we all worked together and complemented each other with our gifts and talents 
I got more insight into Julie and I's relationship. We were twins. Cynthia was our mom in that life, but she died when we were really young. We got separated and shipped off to two different foster homes. We were orphans looking to belong, and that's when Gina came along picking up lost souls in need of sanctuary throughout her travels. This group of travelers provided those in need with a safe, understanding, family and place to stay for as long as they wanted. Cynthia showed me the moment I was reunited with Julie, and it was truly beautiful. The message I felt was that Gina came here again in this life to bring us lost souls together again. Even if it's virtually through kinship, it, just, it feels so strong and like such an amazing connection. And Cynthia wanted me to thank her for what she did in that life for us and what she continues to do in this life. I'm so grateful for my kinship family. I know we've lived many other lives together and I'm excited to continue exploring these amazing connections. And that's it for today's episode. Until next time, stay curious.